Hey everyone, this is Good Morning with Matt, or actually, it's me walking with Matt. I always forget that I've changed the radio show title for this, and today, uh, I want to chat about philosophy. To be fair, I know very little about it, but recently I've been watching a video, or a series of videos, called Crash Course into Philosophy. And I'm on to the third video, and I think it's really... I guess I never understood what really the question of philosophy was about, and and the general sense is about you know asking the general questions of the world. In fact, in the past, science and most of any investigation was under the branch of philosophy. Over time, that split, and really now what it is is about developing certain beliefs or reasonings about the world. And the way that you know, philosophers go about making arguments, and there might be more, but the first three that they kind of introduce, I think is very useful um, for us to kind of think about the different ways to present or think of an argument. The first one is through deductive. And that is usually around very concrete truths. For example, the one that they always use is all men's immortal, Socrates is immortal, Therefore, Socrates is mortal. Another way is inductive, and this is usually about how we make inferences about the future based on our past experiences. So, aspirin usually gets rid of my headache. I have a head- headache, so I'm taking an aspirin. My headache will most likely go away. Notice that it's not a certain truth, but it is uh, probable. And so that's inductive reasoning. And then the, the, the next interesting one is abductive. And abductive is really the concept in which you're able to pick out or eliminate what's not possible so that you can uh, make a prediction based on the best state uh, available. And so the example that they give is Nancy failed biology. Nancy is, is not in class in biology. Nancy goes to sociology, which is after biology. And the conclusion then is Nancy probably skips class for biology. And so those are one of those in, those situations where even though each statement doesn't necessarily relate directly to the conclusion, you can make certain, you can eliminate certain possibilities to come up with the best possible based on what is left when the the possible scenarios are ruled out. Anyways, I think this is a useful kind of way of thinking. One, around making conclusions around certain events. The other one's around uncertain events. And when events are not directly related, but you're able to eliminate the impossible scenarios, therefore you're able to make a sound argument. And I think this is going to be useful for the way that you think about your arguments in your everyday life. Anyways, thanks for listening and have a great day. Hey everyone, this is Matt, and welcome back to the Walk with Matt. And it has been a long time since I felt something kind of heavy. It's just been a crazy week. You know, I guess it's not too surprising to people to live in the Silicon Valley, but sometimes when you work for a startup, it's just non stop, constant feature releases, and as a result, they're happy to release. It kind of technically causes a lot of bugs. and 
Anyways, you guys don't want to hear about this, but what is interesting, and I haven't really gotten to this part um, in this book, because I, I haven't even started at the listening to the, uh, a podcast on a particular book called Scale. It was written by Jeffrey West, which used to be a physicist, and at some point he was wondering if there's some universal laws that, that you know, that exist in physics like the Newtonian law and whatnot that, that exist in the world of biology. And what was really interesting about what he found out was if you looked at the metabolic rate relative to the size of the, the mass of the species, you would notice that for every time that the mass doubled, the, the metabolic rate actually decreased by 25%, meaning that um, these cells were more efficient in dealing with the way that they consumed energy. And as a result, uh, metabolic rates direct relationship with you know how long you live because every time you use up energy you cause damage and when you cause damage you cause repair and your body can only repair for a certain amount of time so it was really interesting to see this beautiful like linear correlation between mass and lifespan i mean that was just such a beautiful little confidence and even those to extent that for every being there's approximately 1.5 billion heartbeats now humans have obviously exceeded that because we've all the different ways we've been able to augment and deal with release and disease in our life. I think this is a really interesting concept, and I think that sometimes, you know, the ability to look at other fields and apply it to other ones, and maybe even stepping back one further, being able to look for these universal laws that exists. It's something that's really fascinating. It reminds me of the other book that I read recently from, I forget the author's name, but it was called Algorithms Led By. And one of the interesting concepts was a lot of algorithms are inspired by nature. Um, and But the, for the algorithms to work successfully, they have to be applied in a very specific context. But once those algorithms are developed, we should actually draw inspiration back from this algorithm because there are certain, while we can't cover all contexts, there are some contexts that are very dominant in our life that we can apply to everyday life. Anyways, that's the interesting thought of the day. Just about these universal laws that apply, uh, that similarly apply to physics, that apply to biology, and maybe that inspires some thought for our own lives on what are the universal laws that apply to the way that we should live the life as well. Anyways, that's the thought of the day, and I hope you have a great day.